Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. Above the safe tunnels and cozy warrens of our fair city, there is no heaven. For our policies, the ancient model has been reversed. When we die, we hope to go down, down to a place of heat, because to go up to the surface means to be cold, eternally cold. Neil Henderson is there, above, in the cold. The mighty hero of the putrescible waste fields is striding through the drifts of ashy snow. On the horizon, he is sure he can see a small shape, which he is sure is the top of the Heartlife Tower. He is sure of it. It must be. Last night, he was sure he could even see the lights of the uppermost offices glimmering in the darkness. Behind him, he drags a sled through the snow, bearing a wounded mole. Beyond is a train of human souls, who without him would certainly be damned to remain forever in this frozen hell. How you doing back there, Lomi? Well, naturally you're not great, being in a coma and all, but besides that... Well, don't you worry, we're gonna get you back to the city and see a vet and you'll be just fine. Probably be singing those dirty shanties of yours before you know it. Well, I don't know. I, I ain't much of a singer. Well, well, all right. Th- this here's a song we PWCs sing in the calm before Spice Night. <clears throat> There's a place that I know in this wonderful city Where the ground's soft and brown and it smells awfully sh- Did you hear something, Lomi? Neil! Allison? Hold up, Lomi, it's Allison. Oh, shut up, it's not like that. Allison, what is it? We need to stop. Again? Why? See all those people over there? The ones huddling together for warmth? Uh, well, sorta, if I squint real hard. Yeah, those people. They can't keep going. They need to stop and warm up by the fire so I, they, can feel their toes again. But we just stopped last night. And the night before that. We need to press on. You know, a fire would probably do your mole a world of good. Is that true, Lomi? Are you cold? Mm. Fire would make her warm. All right, I guess we can camp here for the night. Oh, thank God. Give me your lamp oil. Aren't you going to go tell the others? They'll figure it out. I'm starting a fire. Lamp oil, please. Sure thing. It's... It's, uh... Well, that's funny. I, I could have sworn it was right here. Lomi, have you seen that fire fuel? Good point, Lomi. Allison, don't you got a can of your own? Ugh, fine. I'll use some of mine. Sorry. Stuff it. Now, don't give me that, Lomi. I told you, it's over between me and her. Doesn't mean I want her to freeze to death out here, though. Look, when you wake up from this coma and you can actually speak for yourself, then you can give me womanly advice. Until then, why don't we... Finally. Who's making the fire? I am. Give me your lamp oil. What'll you give me? My nose! My nose! Oil, please. Here you go. Thank you. 
Has anyone seen my pocket knife? Has anyone seen my blanket? I need my blanket. Who gives a PWC's paycheck about your stupid blanket? I want to know what happened to my ring. Now, I think it's high time we change these bandages. That is the 78th worst smell I have ever smelled. Oh, now let me just get those bandages. Hey, where'd you get that hat? It's mine! No, it isn't! It's mine! You stole it! It's mine, Dad! Get it! Hey, 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 hey! That's funny. I, I know I had some bandages in here somewhere. Neil, we've got a problem. Allison, you got any bandages? Mine seem to have disappeared on me. Captain, sir. Captain, ma'am. Clear skies. Uh, sorry, which one are you again? Junior Assistant Quartermaster Clear Skies Tim, Captain, sir. Call me Neil. Now, now what is it? We appear to be missing supplies, Captain, sir. Well, I'm sure if we just ask around, someone can give us... He didn't mean we as in the three of us. He meant we as in everyone. The camp. The camp is missing supplies. Correct, Captain, ma'am. Well, how much are we talking about here? We can't tell until we do a proper inventory. My hat! No, it's my hat! It's my hat! No, it's my hat! My hat! Though I think it's safe to say one knitted hat, which has caused a bit of a fight. Over a hat? Hell, he can have mine! Which fella lost it? Jack, sir. Captain, sir. He's the one over there getting pounded into the snow. What, that guy? Screw him! Back on the rig, he peed on me. He doesn't get a hat. What do you think, Neil? Well, supplies don't just get up and walk away on their own. No, sir, Captain, sir. Now, I told you to stop that. Sorry, sir, Captain, sir. Force a habit. Well, that's all right then, I guess. Now, let's see. Who could be taking our stuff? It would have to be someone untrustworthy. Someone out for themselves. Someone who held their own comfort above the needs of the group. Allison! What? Neil, are you accusing me? After all we've been through, and all that we've meant to each other, I can't believe you would... Actually, I was just going to ask if you'd seen anything suspicious, what with you being good at reading people and all. Oh. Well, in that case, I'd check the kid with the duffel bag. What? That kid we caught on the ghost ring, he keeps sneaking off by himself to talk to his duffel bag. A duffel bag? which could be used to carry the missing supplies. Thanks, Allison. You're welcome. Here. What's this? Plan number two. In case this kid doesn't have the supplies, we'll need fuel for our fire. And a bucket helps us how? Plan number two isn't the bucket. Plan number two goes into the bucket. Oh. Oh, God. Hey, clear skies. Ma'am, Captain Ma'am. How would you like to be in charge of finding out what's missing? What would I have to do? You see this bucket? Here's what I'm going to need you Kid with the duffel bag. Kid with the duffel bag. Well, there he is. Can't we wait until we get back? No, Captain. No. Dangerous out here and you keep out. Hey, kid! Hi! Who are, who are you talking to, kid? T- talking to? I'm not talking to anyone because there's no one else here. Nope, uh, I'm, I'm all alone. All, all alone. All right, then. Say, you look awfully familiar. Yeah, don't say. Did I vomit all over you once? Yeah, I get vomited on by so many people. Uh, well, that's kind of miserable. <laughs> anyway, kid, I... I gotta ask. What's in the bag? 
bag. The the one you just kicked behind you. Oh, this bag. I, I thought maybe you meant uh, some other bag? A metaphorical one, perhaps? No, no, I, I mean that one. You mind if I look inside? Why? Uh, I mean, I mean, why would you want to do that? Look, kid, we're missing supplies, and you're over here acting all creepy. Y you see where a fella might suspect. I didn't take any supplies. And normally I'd take your word for it, but we've got people fighting over ugly hats over here, so I, I got it. Stop! I'm sorry, kid, but- My mom's in there! Your mom's in this duffel bag? Well, not all of her, just her head. Um. You want to explain why you're keeping your mom's head in a duffel bag? We were on the rig and it crashed and we were separated and I looked and I looked and I looked for her and then I found her but she was all in pieces so, so I took her ahead and if I can just get her back to the city everything will be alright. I get it, kid. You do? You want to do right by your mom. Give her a proper send-off. You see Betsy here? No. Well, really, really, she's right here. All I see is a shovel. Betsy is the shovel. Oh, then yes. I, I see Betsy. I jumped out a window for her. <laughs> no. Yep, right out a window. Now... I don't care much about myself. You can leave me where I drop as far as I'm concerned. But Betsy here, I couldn't stand the thought of her being lost, thrown away, forgotten. She she deserves a place of honor, like in a museum or, or behind the counter at Al's. And I bet your mom's just the same. Uh, I don't think that would be very hygienic. What? I, I mean, I guess if you put her in a jar. No, no, I, I mean, she deserves something better. To be honored for, for being the special lady I'm sure she was. She sure is. What was? She sure was. That's okay, kid. I get it. Look, I, I'll make sure no one bugs you while you're out here paying your respects. I'll tell them you're on sentry duty, watching for this supply thief. How's that sound? Gee, thanks. And just remember, as long as you have your memories of her, your mom will never truly die. That is mostly true. Well, I'll, uh, I'll leave you to it then. When you're ready, head back toward the fires. We'll, we'll have some chow and a bucket waiting for you. Whew, that was a close one. Did you hear all that, Mom? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> for now, let us leave young Andrew Snidge to his undead monster troubles and ponder larger problems. How will Neil and Allison find the thief in their midst? Can the group survive with ever-dwindling resources? Will they actually resort to burning their own feces? These are problems the noble founders of Heart Life themselves had to face. How will this group of adventurers fare without such wisdom? Find out as the story of our fair city continues.